Welcome everybody to the Bakery Bears radio show. I'm your host and today I'm joined once again by my regular guest. Yes, it's my good lady wife. You didn't Kay. even say what your name was. I'm sorry. You're absolutely useless. Last time you said all rubbish things and now you didn't even say what your name was. Uh, my name's... Okay, let's introduce each other. My name's Dan. My co-host is Dan. Co-host? Yeah. Co-host. And, and my... your co-host? There's too many co-hosts. <laughs> it's all gone wrong. Look, I'm, I'm... Kay and, and I'm he's Dan. Dan. <laughs> there you go. And together we are the what Bakery Bears. Woo! We've done that 50 times oh, on this. <laughs> I have no memory, no ability. Ladies and gentlemen, all. we're back. Oh, yes. Oh, it's our lovely summer. You know, I'm I'm not remotely drugged up at all on about 50 antihistamines. <laughs> and I haven't taken paracetamols to try and get rid of some of the side effects of hay fever. Actually, that's all a lie. I have. <laughs> but we shall not dwell because every day gets us closer to the yes. crisp winter we're, chilly we're walks. We're a day closer to September, well, oh. October. Let's say October because September's usually quite hot here these Look, days. I'm still going to get excited about September. Well, I don't care what you say. I'd rather it be September than now. Yeah, we're in the hot zone. Mid-July. Literally. Mm. But look, recently Kay celebrated a big birthday. And what are the, she's giving me really dirty looks now. Well, I don't uh, talk about it now. I'm past it. Kay celebrated a birthday. <laughs> Kay had a day where she had a cake. I didn't have a cake. Presents. Kay didn't have a cake. I did not have a cake, if you remember. She just had a few presents. I didn't, I didn't have a cake of any description. I decided no I cake. didn't want one. Whatsoever. No. But one of the things that she said to me in the course of the sort of birthday stuff was, I wish that I'd climbed a tree by the time I was 21. I'm sure that's what you said. Well, no, it came from this, uh, there was this, this list, isn't there? I can't remember who does it, National Trust or someone like that, where it's like 50 things that a child should do before they're 12 or some, something along those lines. And I just had that in my head. I think as well, when you turn, one... I think when you turn, when you have a birthday, mm. Later on, no, I can't, I don't know what to say. Look, I was 50. I think everybody knows I was 50. When you turn 50, you start to look back through your life and you maybe start to think about the things that you wish you'd done. Yeah, I think it's just because as your, as your body sort of... You, you not analyse, deteriorates, you? but well, as you get a bit older... I think society tells you certain points are important. Mm. And at those points when you hit them, you think, what's come beforehand? Mm. What mm. have I done? What mm. haven't I done? Mm. So today we thought it would be fun to talk about things we should have done before we were 21 because we sure as heck aren't going to do them now. It's <laughs> a very long title, isn't yes, it? Yes, I don't know how I'm going to shorten that for the <laughs> apple and <laughs> pot bean. Anyway, look, we'll get out on our walk and we'll get chatting. I shouldn't really complain about hay fever anymore because the drugs have got so good. You can still get, and mm. I did try a couple of years ago. Well, I didn't try. I bought, I think it's because there was some weird pollen going around. There has been this year actually, but there was some weird pollen going around a couple of years ago. And I remember trying loads and loads of different ones. Mm. And I got some Benadryl. And, oh, right. and Benadryl still 
I think is very much like it used to be in the old days. If you take that... Knocks you out. It really does knock you out. But goodness me, I remember. They all knocked you out. They did, they did, yeah. I mean, they're very good these days. They yes. are sort of anti-drowsy, aren't they? Which is, it's just, I mean, it really is tremendous because without... This year's been the worst year in a long really time. Really bad. I mean, I've even been suffering yeah. and I don't normally suffer with hay fever. And I have been taking some antihistamines lately, but I haven't actually taken one today and I have been sneezing. But I can deal with sneezers, so I'm just trying to cope without them. Because um, I do think they do make me a bit sleepy still. But we'll see. Carry on, sorry. No, no, it's Interrupted fine. you. The, the two people are probably wondering, actually, what are the ones that we use? Well, it's the, there's two, and I find that different ones... Goodness, that sun's really annoying. The sun's, should we go in the woods? Whatever you want. Well, let's go in the woods, because I didn't think it would be sunny actually today, but it is, so let's just go in the woods. I think it might cloud over at some point. Yeah. Because it still looks... There's, I mean, quite it, a, there's a fair bit of cloud in the sky, so we might... There's a lot of cloud behind us actually, so it's probably going to cloud over. So what would you let's, like... Let's just do my normal walk, because that just I keeps think, me in my routine. I think that's the right move. Yeah. But it's the, the, the two that we use are uh, loratadine and citrazine hydrochloride. Yeah. It sounds like a I know, that's the medical two, show. Yeah, I know, that's the two drugs, but you can get those drugs under various brand names, can't you? So that's why we say what the drugs are. Yes, because, you know, one of the sort of learning curves for me over the years now of doing shows watched and listened by people all over the world is the, the, the fact that things do have different names in different countries. Yeah, they like, do, absolutely. Like Tylenol and... Tylenol's being a paras brand of, yeah, paracetamol, paracetamol, isn't it? Yes. For years, for years, I never understood the, the, the line in National Lampoon's yeah. Christmas Vacation. I didn't know what Tylenol well. was. And I think it's because we do tend to call paracetamol paracetamol in this country. We do call it by the actual drug name. And we do tend rather to... Rather than the brand name. Yeah, I mean, I suppose people do say Nurofen, yeah, but I do true. say for ibuprofen. I, for I always say ibuprofen so as well, and Nurofen is ibuprofen, Yeah, which I can't take. It just it doesn't agree with me at all. No, well, it is. I mean, it can be funny on the tummy. Tummy, yeah, yeah. yeah. But look, we're here today to talk about things we wish we'd done by the time we were 21. That sort of rhymes. And it does. I'm interested to know, do you wish, honestly, that you'd climbed a tree by the time you're 21? I do wish I'd climbed a tree. I've never climbed a tree. I mean, there's, there's lots of things I've never done. Well, we're going to um, get on to this. Yeah. <laughs> That's the reason for today's and show. I think the reason I thought 21 is because I feel like I grew up really early. Right. Because... Um, I didn't follow the sort of university path. I just got a job at 18. I bought a house at 19. And, and that was it, you know? I was an adult. And that's not really the case these days, is it? I think it's very rare that that happens with a kid. And I just feel like I maybe missed out on, on so that honestly, bit of my life. Being honest with you, it was fairly rare that that happened back then too. Because that's rather. not the path anyone I knew followed. University, you mean? No, 
what you did. What I did is rare. Yeah, yes. I, I agree. It was rare back then. I agree. So things haven't things haven't changed in the last thirty no, years. No, I, I do agree that that was rare. I mean, buying a house at nineteen. I mean, I must have been nineteen. I was twenty at the very oldest, but I think I was nineteen. I mean, that just seems a crazy thought now, doesn't it? Yes. It was a very inexpensive little terraced house. I think well, they it all cost, were back then. They were. This would have been in probably 1990, and I paid £23,000 for it. Right. Which just seems such a small amount of money, but bearing in mind, I think my starting salary in the bank was something like £5,000 a year. You know, it seemed like a real lot at the time. I don't time. even think I did my GCSEs till the year after that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know it does, this is what I mean, I just feel, I do sometimes, although, I never felt it at the time. I never felt those things at the time. I just really maybe think now that, I, I don't know, I feel like I missed out on that kind of young adult part of my life where I should have been having a bit more fun. Yes, I, I would agree, I think. Well, I don't even think. I know I would agree. Yeah, I think I just feel like I had responsibilities far too early in my life. Although I am quite pleased. From a selfish point of view, you didn't have too much fun when you were young. <laughs> I mean, I had a couple of years of going to nightclubs, but that was like when I was 18. Yeah, we don't, we probably don't. 17, 18. If I'm but we, we agreed, we 17. don't talk about that. I don't think it was even two years. It might have only been a year of doing that, the actually. Got, oh, it's, you can still sort of see. Was yeah. it Heather? No, it's Clover. Clover, I'm sorry. Heather, we're not up ooh, on the moors. What? Uh, it was a spiky branch. I saw it, darling. From a not rose. Blind. Well, you are with your glasses off. We established that yes. yesterday. But I have my glasses on and I can see everything in the world. So, climbing a tree. But we'd already mentioned that at the top of the show. So, is there something else that's sort of screaming out to you well, that you wish I you'd never, done? I never did any of these kind of more, slightly more adventurous things, like... I've never camped. Not. I mean, I would never want to do that now. But I think. No, no, that's not the question. The question is. I think. Do you wish you'd done it by the I time do. you were twenty-one? I do. I do. I do wish I'd been a bit more adventurous with things. So and you, you I wish said I'd camping. Camp. Yeah, I Why wish. Why camping? Just because I think it's an experience, isn't it? And it it grows confidence and makes you a bit more independent and a bit more relaxed about life I think you know you've not got a toilet just there you've not got bathrooms yeah those kinds of things you know just I don't know. and where would you have where would I have gone where would you have liked to have is there sort of somewhere oh dear I don't think the, the location really matters it's just, just camping just the experience of, of that yeah I never really did anything you know, I never, I did once go on a geography field trip yeah. when I was 15. We went to Wales yeah. for a couple of nights and stayed in like a youth hostel-y thing. Yeah. And I still remember that now. Right. And that was a great experience. Yeah. But that's really the only thing I ever did in terms of sort of getting away from home and doing something independently. Right. Until I left home at, at 19. Right. But well, that's a huge leap, isn't it, to do nothing? Yeah. Really do nothing, and yeah. then you're just gone. You know, and I, I didn't even know I'd never cooked. Yeah. I'd never ironed anything. Yeah. I'd never had to change a light bulb. Yeah. You know, none of those things. And 
there was really, you know, I just had to learn everything um, in terms of looking after myself. What this is that you're describing is the equivalent. There's two ways to learn to swim, isn't there? Yeah, I can't really swim. I don't think I'd drown if you took me in the sea, but I'm certainly not competent. It's what I was going to say there a moment ago was that there's two ways to approach learning to swim. And the first way is to teach someone how to do it and for them to develop yeah, over time. Yeah. And the other way, which is practiced by a lot of people, is in. you just get pushed in the deep end yeah. and you either drown and someone has to come and rescue you yeah. or you swim. And it's like your introduction to life was the same as you, you, th that way of teaching people to swim. Yeah, <laughs> there yeah, you go, yeah. get on with it. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the case. And I, di I did learn to swim at school, you know, we did have swimming lessons and I did my bronze badge or whatever it was called and I could swim. It's just that I've never really got in a pool since. We're, I just don't like, I don't yeah. like water, but you know. I don't know how we've got <laughs> I don't know how we've so got into that. But that, that's well, another no. thing well, I like... wish that I could do competently. Right. Okay. So you're saying that you wished you'd learnt to swim by the time you were 21? Yes. Competently? Competently. Yes. Yes. Well, um, I was just going to say what we should just do. I think it'd be quite fun to just think about. So first thing you said was climb a tree. Yeah. I used to climb trees a lot. And I remember in my back garden, me and my friend Simon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, who is now a, he's a fitness coach in China. Wow, is he really? Yeah. Gosh, that's a long way, isn't it? Well, yeah, he, he, he worked on ships. Yep. And then settled down in Dubai. Right. And then recently got married yeah. and moved to China. Gosh. Not the best place to be right now, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> anyway, me and my friend Simon used to climb this tree in our back garden. Mm -hmm. And it was quite high, but it was like a big sort of billowy branches of fir. Right. They come in really wide yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And they were really soft. Right. So we climbed this tree. <laughs> Look, how old was I? I was maybe 10. Mm -hmm. So we climbed this tree. And there was also some girls in our group. Ah, so you're we trying were to look cool. You're trying to look no, no, cool no, no. in front of the girls. No, we were ten. So I'm a bit too young for that. Yes, yeah. because well, anyway, we would climb this tree, and then the game was we would fall out of this tree. Uh, deliberately. <laughs> yes. Right. And then and then the girls were like. Oh, so it was a way of getting the no, girl. They, no, well, they, it, was it was their idea. They oh, were like, honestly. They wanted to play like... Right. Because that's a natural thing to do, to want to just fall well, out of trees so that it impresses the girls. Doesn't... Really? Falling out of a tree really? is not very cool, is it? Well, no, but they're going to come and run to your yes. aid, aren't they? That, well, that's what they wanted to do. Right. <laughs> okay. That was... Um, that was my friend Matthew Lazenby's sister. Oh, right. He's now a florist. Ah. In York. Oh, my 
my gosh, I'm reading a book about a florist in York. Right. That's bizarre. And also, it was her friend called Emma. Right. Who I think, I think she also lives in York. Oh, right. But she just has something to do with insurance, so uh, not quite as exciting not as, as exciting. <laughs> florist or weight trainer in, <laughs> that dog's so well in China. Yeah. It's a sheep dog. So, I climbed trees. Mm. And then what was the second thing that you said? Camping. Camping. So, camping. You did major camping. Yes, from a very young age, which we spoke about on the last show. But not only did I camp, I think once in my life I slept out, not even under a tent. Under the stars? Yes. Wow. And I think it was once, and I got to about four o'clock in the morning and it was so cold, Aww. I had to go inside because the fire went out. Were you just in the garden or something? Yes, I was, oh, in, right. I was in our back garden with some friends right. and we had a big fire. Yeah. Basically what I did was I got a paving slab. I mean, I was such an idiot because I thought, right, okay, we'll have a big fire right in the middle of the grass. Yeah because I can't do it sort of near the outside because there's trees around mm. and you know we obviously don't want to have a fire risk with mm. the trees mm. so I was a long way away from trees so mm. there was no chance of there being any problems with the fire so I suppose in one sense that's really sensible but in the sense of thinking that this was not going to ruin the grass yeah. was crazy I just didn't think that the heat would transfer through the paving slab yeah. onto the grass, yeah. which of course it did. Of course it but did, yeah. prior to that, the paving slab, probably at about 11 o'clock at night, just shattered anyway. Right. Because the heat got so the heat. much. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a lovely warm fire. Something, I've just thought of something else I never did, but I'll tell well, you. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll come to that in I just basically did nothing. Well, no, no, no. It was we'll, what come, it often feels like. We'll come to I'll that talk to you about this Just often. a second. So, so I did the whole camping thing and the sleeping outside with the stars thing. But then the swimming thing, um, we, we had, did you, you, you had swimming lessons at school? I did, yeah I did. And I also had swimming lessons at school and I remember the, the, the grades, the sort of exams. They, they were bronze, silver and gold for Ours us. was fish. All right. So you started out as a tadpole yeah. And then you had to do an exam to become a minnow. Oh, and then that's you could cute. you could work your way all the way up to salmon. Oh. <laughs> did you get to salmon? I didn't, but that wasn't because I wasn't trying and I didn't it wasn't that I wasn't enjoying swimming. It mm -hmm. was because like so many things in schooling we just finished that period yeah. of learning before yeah. I'd had chance. That's like Brian, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, she did swimming lessons at school, but you know, and she, I think she she was similar to me, really. You know, she could swim, but she just didn't have the confidence, did she? But then they stopped when she started secondary school. But she was. I mean, by you the were time taking her by the time ages. I finished with her, yeah, she was fine. She could swim. Yeah, yeah. She could swim nearly the length of the pool. Yeah. Uh, underwater. Yeah, she was good underwater. Breath, that's right. Held. I remember that. And you know. So you know, if she was ever in a situation, she'd be able to swim. But she, she's like me. She just doesn't like the water. So she can we're not, do breaststroke. No yeah, problem. we're not going to force her to do something that she and doesn't like. And she's great like. at backstroke. Yeah. 
probably better at backstroke than, than breaststroke, to be honest. The only one that I never really enjoyed doing was the crawl. Crawl, it's too much water splashing and facing water. And well, if, you, <laughs> if you're good at that. it, there's, there's not supposed to be, the better you are at it, the less splashing there is. Oh, right. But I was never any good at it. No. So I just did breaststroke. Me too. So you, you said you were about to well, say something else. The, I mean, the other thing that I kind of wish I'd done is I, I, I'd never went to brownies or guides or anything like that. Right. And, you know, it makes it sound like I had a terrible childhood. I didn't. It's just that my parents came from a different era and it's just not something that was on their radar at all, you know, to, to do, to get us involved in things like that. We, I was the youngest of five, so to keep us entertained, I just went out to play with whoever was around. It was that kind of more upbringing. You see, the thing is, um, though, I, I, I've got no... I've got nothing against the parents and the guides and all of that. That's all cool. For me, though, if you're not in a position where you've got a group of friends and the world on your doorstep, which you can go and enjoy, and some people aren't because they live in mm -hmm. built-up areas and all of that, and so brownies and guides are important, but I do think that your approach to playing and keep keeping yourself entertained was very similar to mine yeah, yeah. and it was i had more adventures you didn't do i didn't do anything like that it because i didn't want to scouts, it would have been, i didn't it? want to because on my doorstep was you know trees and fields and yeah i didn't have that um, bikes and friends and yeah no i can't ride a bike either what, what happened oh there? Oh my god, it just sounds like I'm completely useless. What it's happened very there? Depressing talk. With the bike thing? Well, I just didn't have a bike until I was about 14. Right. There was no money, you know, we, I, there was very little money growing up. But I think if I'd said I wanted a bike, I'm sure they would have found a way of getting me one. But I don't remember any of my brothers and sisters riding bikes either. Yeah. Again, just either not on mum and dad's radar or I don't know what reason really. So I didn't get a bike until I was about 14. Right. And it was too late then. Yeah. I was I was scared. Yeah. I was really scared of it. I didn't have anyone to teach me. So I just went riding off on it down the road. Yeah. Not the road, down the pavement. Yeah. And unfortunately, I went down a bank. Um, not a really sounds dramatic but it wasn't just down a slope to the side of the pavement yeah and i came off and that just put me off that was it yeah i didn't want to ever go on a bike again and you've tried with me when we first met yeah you tried to get me on a bike and i did have a go but i just i was just too i didn't have the confidence it's just gone unfortunately and i think i know i could if i really wanted to i know i could learn but my point is that I wish I'd done these things when my brain was young and you don't have that fear, do you? No. I think when you're young, you don't think, oh, what could happen? What if it, oh, there's something going on in the park. It's something like, I forget what it's called, it's all this week. There's a man with a guitar. Yeah. That's exciting. Can you hear it? That's cool. It's something called Hullabaloo or, I don't know. That's a theatre group. Maybe it is. There's a sign at the entrance to the park for it. Right. It's like all this week, I think they've got sort of activities going on. That's exciting, <laughs> a man playing a guitar in the park. 
We don't see that very often. Nice acoustics down there as mm. well. So yeah, I think it is more the, the, the point that I wish I'd had these experiences at the time when I think you should be having these experiences. Yeah. Learning to ride a bike, learning to swim, going to brownies, you know, all those kinds of things. And I just didn't, and I think when you get to that point in your life and you start thinking back and thinking, oh, you know, I wish I had done that. And I know that people listening will probably say, you could still do all that, but it's not the same, is it? It wouldn't feel the same. No. You wouldn't get that young, excited feeling, I don't know. I feel like the times, you know, that ship has sailed kind of thing. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't really want to go cycling anymore. Well, I don't because I, I just don't, I just wouldn't, I just don't want to. I mean, but I, that's not to say I wouldn't if I'd got on a bike when I were five. I used to cycle a lot and I mean, that was maybe a precursor, although I didn't really realize it at the time. But that was maybe a precursor to the whole running thing. Because right. I'd go. Yeah, yeah. I'd go off. There's a signpost there. Oh. And now there's like. I'm feeling this Tables and. Security. What's that signpost say? It says Accessible Route Hullabaloo Hub. Oh. I'd go off and do 10, 15 mile rides probably once a week and absolutely loved it. And then. As you get older, you start to become more susceptible to injuries. Yeah. And if you come off, you're not quite as... You don't bounce as well. No. Yeah. And it just... Yeah. I and just you know, felt if, that I grew If I, I grew came out off a bike it. now at 50, I mean, it just wouldn't be a good thing, would it? No, and the other thing is, though, I mean, again, when you're younger, you have... I don't know whether your metabolism's higher or something. I do think it's the same to an extent for girls as well as boys. Not as much, because obviously boys have got testosterone going on. Mm. But walking is so much more enjoyable than cycling. Yeah. And, and you know, for, for me now, running gives me the, the I, physical boost. Yeah, that, I think the, the reason I think about these things so much is because it, it's- I know what it's you the, mean. It, well, is the impact it has on how I am as a mum. Because, because it was something I never did. Yeah. It's not something I ever thought about for Bryony. And it's not that we've not given her the opportunity to do things, but, you know, she didn't go to brownies or anything like that. And now I think, have I disadvantaged her? No. By not doing those things? Because it you just wasn't in my brain. Because I didn't do it. Yeah. And I, I don't think There's she's any people. the less of a, a young adult, well, I suppose she is, she's not really a young adult, but a teenager. But I do wonder if, but you don't think so. No, because there's two people in this relationship, Penny. Well, you were, true, you were a single parent. And no, I know, but you were at work in those early years, weren't you? And yeah, I was, but I took a swimming. We went you outside did. and we did cycling. That's true, you and, did. Yeah. You know, she could do it. And yeah, yeah. She just didn't really... Didn't really like it. Well, no, it wasn't her thing. No. And that's fine, but you know, we had a bike with the stabilizers, you we know, did. we'd that's take true. her backwards and yeah, forwards. Yeah. And she had... She had a scooter as well. She did have a scooter, she loved that. Yeah, she did love the scooter. And you know... I think the... What, what, the, what, 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 where Brian has had 
massive uplift on what we didn't have. And you know, my parents, well, my, my, my mum was amazing. Yeah. Uh, but they were often out at work. Yeah. And I, so well, were no, mine. I, I barely saw my dad. And, and my mum worked too, so. What Brian has had is, we've taken her absolutely everywhere. We have, that's and, true. And you know, we, we've gone to, you know, amazing, cool yeah. places from... We went on day trips out virtually every weekend, yes. really, didn't we? I mean, like, all over the shop. Yeah. And, you know, she's got such a rich understanding, not in a boring educational way. So she's had a, a, a different type of upbringing. Uh-huh. And, yeah. you know, she's dealt with all sorts of challenges in a way which I'm not certain I would have had the, the sort of awareness. No, that is true. I mean, she is... No, if you think about how she dealt with me being ill. Yeah. If you think about yeah. also then now moving forward, how she's dealt with the whole last couple of years. Yeah, she's been brilliant. Yeah, and she's very resilient. Stuff does seem to just bounce off her, yeah. which is great. You know, people have different types of upbringings, and you know that's why brownies and things and, and cubs and they're they're great for some people, but then yeah. for other people, they're, they're not great. Yeah, and there I'm is sure a right. th there's a percentage of pressure that's applied to you by the world, which says. Your child needs to go to a million clubs. Well, that is true. And, and your you child know, needs to be involved with this, that, and the other. Yeah. Well, you know, we've that never... doesn't make a good parent. No, I've never been a fan of that. That's never been something I'm much more... We're both, aren't we, much more sort of chilled about. Get home, do your homework, and then have a relax. And But it's also... Also, I think what's important is you find the things which they're they enjoy and they love yeah and that's what you lean into yeah which you know? is exactly and, what and we've if done that with is like, if they're like the most amazing swimmer in the history of the world absolutely lean into it yeah, and absolutely. take them everywhere to do it because yeah, they're loving yeah, it yeah. similarly whatever their thing ends up being yeah lean into it and go for it and yeah it just so happens with Bryony that her thing seems to be art and drawing and yeah all of those types of things it is definitely things. that yeah so you know that's the type of thing that we've, and you know, that that's, she, didn't she go to like an art, wasn't it an art club? Yeah, she's gone to, she's gone to after school clubs. Yeah. But you know, they just, they stop when you hit secondary school, they just don't do stuff like that. No, which is a shame. Which is a shame, yeah. It's like, as soon as they get into secondary school, they kind of treat them more as an adult, I think. It's much more, very much a big jump, I think. It's a big leap. They don't get eased into secondary school, I don't think. Well, half of the problem is getting kids in and out of school and buses. And yeah. I can't run something after school because then they'll be messed up on the buses. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, it becomes a More challenge. Because parents don't tend to pick the kids up from school, do they, secondary school? Or if they... <laughs> Not as many, I don't think. A lot, a lot more kids use a school transport, don't they, in secondary? But look, we're, we're getting... We're getting waylaid. Through our walk, and is there anything else that you wish you'd done uh, by the time that you were 21? I mean, I never went abroad when I was young. I did go when I was about 20, which I didn't feel that I needed to... That wasn't something that I felt like I missed out on, yeah. particularly. Yeah. 
So, you know, I, I don't feel anything in, in terms of that. I don't think so. I think they're the main things that I've mentioned. Well, look, I need to say some things. Okay. Sorry, it's just been me, hasn't it? No, no, it's fine. It's Wittering well, off. I'm the one who sort of steered it and, and kept sort of probing and things because it's interesting stuff. For me, you see, it's really difficult because what you have to do is, what, what I'm doing for this is I'm not looking at the life I have now and thinking about, oh, well, if I hadn't done this, then yeah. it wouldn't have led to that. Yeah. So when I say, because who's to say we, we might have met anyway? Yeah. Had I joined the army? Because you wanted to join the army, didn't well, I was advised to join I the army. I think you'd have been amazing yes. in the army. If you'd have joined I the army, have joined you'd the be army. like a top whatever. I don't know the levels now. But <laughs> you, you would absolutely have flown up the ranks, I think. Well, my... my and you would have looked amazing in the uniform. My drum teacher... Just leave me with that image. <laughs> my drum teacher said to me, when I was doing my GCSEs, you've got two choices and one is to go and he advised a few places but he advised one of them was Leeds College of Music which is where I ended up going yeah. or the other option and I could tell he thought that he yeah. sh I should do the yeah. other option but what was great about him was and what also what was great about my parents to an extent was they didn't sort of force anything on me it was like okay these are the options yeah. what do you want to do and he told me that I should go and join up. Right. And join up as a musician. Right. And they would then train me as a musician. Yeah. I would then have to serve so many years yeah. in yeah. the army. Yeah. But I would have like the world's best musical training. Yeah. And I would obviously then have had a career in the army. Yeah. And then you come out and Oh, you stay in. Oh, you stay and, in. And but a lot of them come out after a certain number of well, years. Well, they didn't. Back then, it, you, you had to was be it in. Like twenty years or something. I think so. I think it was something like that. Mm. And that's the reason why I didn't do it. Because it was. I don't think it is that long now. Well, well you I don't know, know. I don't really know. But it doesn't matter. I think because had I done that. Oh, car, car alert. Where? Oh, right there. And it smells away. <sighs> and, and that's the reason why it would have benefited you going camping when you were young, <laughs> going swimming, because honestly... That car was miles away, it didn't feel like it was, okay. But yeah, absolutely, I, I think you would have been amazing in the army. Yeah, and... But chances think, are we wouldn't have met if you had Well, that's that. right, and that's why I said before, but then you have to think, you know, if things are meant, meant to, to be, be <laughs> or written in the stars, <laughs> then they would have happened anyway. But mm. yeah, I wish that I had joined the army. I also wish that, I mean, this is a tricky one because I can't quite remember how old I was when I left music college, but I wish I'd had the guts to go to London. Right. In fact, I wish I'd gone to college in London. Oh, right, yeah. Because. Because you weren't that far from home, were you? Yeah, and that was a problem. Did you just travel to backwards and forwards? Yeah, then? I did. Right. Which was a real nightmare. Well, yeah. it wasn't a nightmare. But it's a pain, isn't it? Well, it wasn't a pain. It was all great. But I wasn't forced to make those. Uh, uh, being forced is the wrong word. But, you know, if you sat there at home, mm. it's easy to not 
break out and yeah. make those yeah. really strong connections, which you make when mm -hmm. you're away somewhere, you're yeah. living there. Yeah. And I wish that I'd just gone and done that because I just think that I'd have made it work because yeah, there's not I many think you things. you would too. You're very, well, the, you're very um, focused and very energetic and very passionate about things. So yeah. I think you would have made it work too. Do you know the problem? What was the problem? Do you know why I didn't do it? I don't know. Because of a stupid girl. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. I get that. I mean, it's so difficult, isn't it? Because you know, we 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 all grow up and we get to. A certain age and we think we know it all and absolutely especially when you're like 17 you think you know absolutely everything yeah. about life and then you just had that had i not been in an idiotic serious relationship yeah i would have gone and things would have been mm, very mm, different mm. but then the the total <laughs> antidote to all of that is we wouldn't be here. No, we wouldn't. And we absolutely so, wouldn't have met if you'd gone to London. You know, what you have to think is, someone once said to me a long time ago, well, it's not that long ago, but it feels like a long time ago. Well, it's maybe 15 years ago, so it probably is it's a long, quite time, a long ago. time ago. Someone once said to me, you can't keep a good man down. Yeah. And that applies to a woman, too. <laughs> so it, it, woman, you sound like a caveman. Yeah, yeah. You whether man, you're, whether you're a man or a woman, you can't keep a good person down. Mm, if your intentions mm. are good and mm, you work mm, hard and mm. you've got a plan, you'll always mm. find your niche in life. Yeah. And I never ever would have thought that the thing that I would be so passionate about is video production and, yeah, and yeah. all of the sort of elements that it takes to pull together mm. visual media. I mean, visual media is the wrong word. It, we make effectively the TV shows. Yeah, yeah. And I never would have thought, I never no, would well, have. me neither. I never would have dreamt. No. 10 years ago, I never would have dreamt that this would be the thing. And you then start to think, well, if someone had lit me up to this, mm. if I'd realized what it, it was to do the things that we now do, mm. when I was 19, 20, I'm convinced I'd have loved it. Yeah. Because really from the moment we started doing this, yeah. it's just felt like a passion. And yeah. the one thing that yeah. we've always said, or the one thing that I always said to you was, we needed to find your thing yeah. and go for it. Yeah, yeah. And that really, your thing was the, the pattern designing. Yeah, I think so. You know, it was, it was Mr. Bakery Bear, that yeah. very first knitting pattern that you put out. That was the sort of seed that yeah. really grew into... What we do now. And how, I mean, it's just yeah. fascinating to think how did you, I mean, who would have thought know, back then? But I know, I know. But I who never would have done that had we not had Bryony. So no, it's, it's Bryony really that was the motivation and the inspiration for everything that we do now. Well, we got home. I feel quite emotional sun, now you're saying that. The sun did go in, thankfully. I mean, that's amazing to think then, isn't it? That us having a child led to you wanting to make her I love this teddy bear. Teddy bear, yeah. Which then led to you thinking, 
Hold on a minute. I can do a bit better than this one. Yeah. And perfecting it. Yeah. And then releasing it as a pattern. People loving it. Yeah. Us then starting one very embarrassing, poorly produced. Oh gosh, it was terrible that first show. episode. Don't go and watch it, everyone. It's dreadful. Well, which of course everyone will now go and do. <laughs> but what you can do is if you look in the notes, yeah. we, we redid it. Oh, we did, yeah. yeah. And it's still pretty bad but at least you I was able to it up, didn't well you? I was able to put the sort of production elements that I would put into stuff now um, I mean it's a fascinating we, we were talking to our daughter the other night and she was she asked yeah. us she's just had to do a presentation at school she did and she asked us what we would present about to a group of teenagers teenagers and it was a challenging question it was but what she couldn't get her head around was the fact that I used to present to people all the you time did, you did and be very motivational and i've seen you present things and it is just phenomenal well and she's like don't take offense she did but i don't imagine that you guys are, are remotely inspirational she did say that but she followed it up how clever is this yeah, she yeah. followed it up by saying within a, a few seconds yeah. without us saying oh now come on she just said but there again you are my mum and dad yeah so maybe yeah. i just don't see it yeah that's exactly um, what it was how so she, she recognized immediately that that's why i think she's, that's amazing because but that's amazing that she sees yes. us as a mum and dad and yes. that that's the most important thing isn't yes. it yes yeah, because I think that's the biggest challenge that you have as parents is getting the boundaries right and yeah. them seeing you as a parent yeah. first. Not as like a best mate. No. You've got to be a parent yeah. first, haven't you? You've got to be the person who... Guides them. And is there when they need. Yeah. And for all the things that you've said about... Keeps them on the straight and narrow. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you, you were saying before about how you were worried that you'd not being as good as what you could be well you've just answered your question haven't mm, you mm. because you have because she's she's an amazingly well-rounded yes. teenager i think you and know, it, it and is easy we, we both will slip into bad habits of mm. the people who brought us up yes but we're all humans and we yeah, all have bad habits oh, of course yeah of course and all we can do is be the best parents that we can be mm, and mm. we most certainly i think have mm. been and on that happy note... Happy note, we're home. We're home, all finished. I'm going to go and sort my washing out. And it's time for us to say goodbye, so thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that little slightly humid walk, but the days yeah. are rolling on. And before you know it, we, we will before be putting out... Before you know it, you'll be my age. <laughs> no, I was going to say, before you know it, we'll be putting out shows in the lovely cool rain. Oh, yes. So thanks so much for listening, folks, and thanks, we'll see you everyone. soon with more from the Bakery Bears Radio Show. Bye. The Bakery Bears Radio Show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.